you'll see fat holes. Hello and welcome to the With Lime podcast. It is With Lime on the Rahud, quite literally. Um, interestingly enough, our topic this uh, on today's episode is about going back to work, back to business, back to school, whatever it may be. Um, and I have been going back to work for the first time since the lockdown, hence why podcast is on the road and you might hear it in the background the car driving but I figured better to get you something than nothing and therefore we are doing it where the audio might not be quite as um, crisp as usual shall we shall we say but I am your host Paulie G you can find me on Twitter at listen to Paulie G P-A-U-L-I-E-G and of course you can also find me now on Facebook Paulie G Sports is the name of the Facebook page that you can like and we're just putting all our information there, whether it's based on this very podcast with Lime or whether it might actually be to do with some of the music videos I've been doing, um, the sports, that's the name of it, you know, rugby league coming back. We're still hoping to be to be able to do some things around fantasy football for you. Um, that remains to be seen exactly how that will go. But obviously coming back to work, working um, for the NRL at the moment is encouraging for that side of things as well. So I guess considering I'm back at work for the first time and kids this week back at school for the first time at least uh, for majority of, of people here in Australia, um, those that aren't essential workers, um, I think that we should talk about what exactly is the future now of, of um, Australia easing of the restrictions, shall we say. The lockdown still appropriate but certainly restrictions are getting lifted to a degree depending which state you're in of course now a couple of new restrictions easing being announced in regards to pubs and clubs opening up along with restaurants and cafes but only for 10 people at a time and table service only um, but certainly that will be interesting to see how that goes will groups be going in together is that the best way to to follow that is there another way that that can be done around um, waiting in a line perhaps or will it literally be you book the, the pub, the club, the hotel, they'll look after you for the night, pay a certain amount, maybe you get in, all included in that amount. Remains to be seen. What about going back to work? Now I know in my work there's temperature checks which are very um, important because although most people are still working from home for the very, very few that are in the workplace, um, you want them to feel safe you're okay, that they're okay. If we get to the point where um, the NRL is back, which we're hearing it will be, and other sports are likely to follow, well then they will also need to be um, crewed. And obviously with the crews working on those games, there could be a bit of a closer proximity. In that case, masks will be used. Hand sanitation available. A limit on the people that are using the communication system. Um, so it'll be interesting to see with that. Maybe you work in a, in a different field. Again, not essential, but now you're looking to get back to work. Maybe you're in marketing or sales and you're looking to go back to face-to-face -face meeting with clients, with associates, etc. Now with the groups up to five being able to meet, it's possible. The cafe's reopening. It's possible to go there. Um, in the home, we can have five people now. Great for single uh, people as well, people living on their own immediately uh, initially it was one and then two now five you can actually have a bit of a gathering um, what about the schools 
Well, the interesting thing with the schools going back this week, most kids only went back one day a week. I think year 12 have done a bit more than that. Um, some schools um, are doing two or even three days a week. Some are practicing social distancing very uh, to, to the same level as adults would, especially the high schools. Some are, um, are not really looking at doing that. The Australian federal government have said we don't really need to apply the so same social distancing rules in our schools, so especially when you get to primary schools, probably too hard to police. There'll be extra hand sanitation involved. There will be the teachers reminding the children how to behave, I guess, in regards to the social distancing, but probably not enforcement. The teachers themselves, well, they will need to still be careful and the extra burden is on them. Um, take up this responsibility. Older teachers, those in the high range bracket, may have to stay home during this time, continue to deliver from home. Um, whether we see a return in a couple of weeks, two, three weeks, to children um, going back full time, well, that could alter things again. Certainly in the high schools at the moment, a lot of social distancing being applied in the public school system with only one year, not including year 12, but one other year going back um, each day, there's more room. So classes are going across two rooms. They are trying to extend the days where possible in some of the older groups, so for example, year 11, um, doing a full day, uh, full six periods, and altering the, the schedules for all the children, all the students accordingly. So sometimes it is a bit difficult, but often they'll be in two rooms or they'll be outdoors, if not in two rooms. There could still be classes which are taught through Zoom, even when the kids are at the school. Vice versa with the essential students, people that are going to school uh, through this time because their parents are working in essential uh, services. They may have to be in a room with people not necessarily of their own age group, but a collective and still learning via Zoom. We're hearing in America talk now about whether we will go back, I know we mentioned in earlier episodes of Whitline, will we, will we go back to this way that we used to live pre-COVID-19, pre the coronavirus, SARS-CoV-2? Or do we now say, well, we can do these things, remote learning, for example, will it continue to some degree? Um, is, is that a debate that should be had? Should it continue? Is it better for the environment? Not as much travel? it worse for children, particularly young children's learning. They're learning from home rather than face-to-face -face with their teachers, getting that rapport, getting that ability to do so. These are important questions that need to be asked and they can't be papered over. They can't just be decided during this crisis. They have to be looked at in a long-term view. And it's things that it's going to be very interesting when you're following the news and following um, the, the current events whether some of these decisions will get made because certainly the high-tech companies at the moment, um, they've offered these great services, but they also, you know, are looking to build their um, businesses. And that's something whether if they can provide this remote learning in the future would be beneficial to them, obviously. Would it be beneficial for our children? Well, that's the question that needs to be asked. So what does a future look like with um, COVID-19 still around but 
uh, managed, shall we say, which is what they're trying to do at the moment, the federal and state governments. How do, how do we manage it with people going back to work, like myself, the temperature checks, for example? But are there other things as well? What about the beaches? Certainly in Sydney, the eastern suburbs, we've had difficulty with the beaches opening, closing, opening, closing, they're reopening. In Queensland, we're looking at now that people are allowed to travel up to 50 kilometres. Victoria's still holding back. They've had the outbreak in Cedarmeads. They wait an extra couple of weeks. Western Australia, no new um, cases again today and for quite a while. They're opening things up now. There's talk about Western Australia, South Australia, Northern Territory creating their own little um, pact to be able to travel interstate even. Not straight away, but maybe in the nearer future. What happens for people that have booked uh, vacations for the remainder of the year? Maybe it's a winter holiday to the snow. Maybe it's around one of the school holidays coming up, whether it is the July one or October. Maybe you're worried about Christmas. Can we go and do our things with family, with friends, with other loved ones over Christmas? These are things that these initial steps now will dictate how we go. The second wave, something we've talked about on the show before. The second wave is something that has happened in some countries. Singapore, it's happened. Germany, it's happening. The opening up before we're ready can cause a second wave. Is it too soon? I would like to get uh, the listeners' feedback on anybody if their children have been going back to school this week. They're going back to work or they've had alterations with their work. Contact me on Facebook there with Paulie G Sports or on Twitter at listen to Paulie G, P-A-U-L-I-E-G. Let me know. Um, it'd be an, a topic interesting even to get a, a special guest in to talk about next week on the show. How exactly everybody is finding it, coming back to work, children back to school, the adjustments. Maybe you're a teacher. Maybe you've had um, been teaching from home, juggling your own kids with, you know, the students in your classroom, but now you're back um, teaching from school. How have you found that? The different years on the different days, for example. Um, maybe your primary school kids. Uh, you have primary school kids and, you know, the playground. How is that social distancing being enforced? Is it being enforced? Are there gaps where the kids are sitting down now or is it accepted that it's too hard to enforce that? We know that the rates of catching, both catching COVID-19 and also deaths from COVID-19 for children, particularly young children, are much, much lower than the rest of um, the populations around the world. Um, I guess other questions around going back to, not only back to work with these other easing of restrictions, is the importance of social distancing still. Whether you're out doing exercise or whether you're going to be in a cafe or even a pub, the key part is still to practice this social distancing. In New Zealand, they talk about it as, as, as your bubble and who's inside your bubble. Now, their restrictions have been much stricter to begin with. They've eased off a bit, but certainly still stricter than what we've got in Australia at the moment with our easing. But the idea of the more people that enter your bubble, the less secure it becomes. Now, we've had two with Lyme episodes on the app. Talked about that um, in quite a bit of detail. Maybe you've got the app, maybe that's the way that you can view it. Is that you know, well I've got the app, I'm 
know, using using that as my safety mechanism for um, staying safe, even though I'm mixing further. Maybe in your workplace, you will drive to work and not take public transport for the time being. Maybe you've got a mask. Now, a mask isn't um, necessarily going to protect you, but it could protect you from others. And certainly if you're in close proximity, it makes sense to be wearing masks because you're each protecting yourself from other, from each other, if that is the case with your workplace. Now that we're not looking necessarily at the pure essential workers, as in you're a doctor, you're a nurse, you're a front line, you know, on the front line, let's say. Now that other people are going to be going back to work more regularly, um, people that can work from home. We know the IT sector could be a big one from working from home as well. Maybe we will see a continuation of that for the next 18 months even, 19 months. It could be something that now some scientists are saying and some medical experts are saying this disease is probably going to be around in some shape or form forever. So these are things to consider. I would like to get your um, uh, your feedback or your what you've experienced with these easing. Do you think it's a good idea? Should we have waited a bit longer? Personally, I thought maybe we could have waited a week or two longer. Certainly, as far as um, being able to, you know, earn and our regular incomes and, and and live our regular lives. Well, maybe it's good. Maybe it's good that we've been able to go back at this point. Um, but the fear, of course, is always that second way. Um, certainly next week we will try to get on somebody specific to talk about these uh, easing of restrictions, whether it's somebody involved with school um, and, the, and the children going back to school, whether it's, it's something similar to what I've been doing with going back to work. I think it would be really, really interesting. And um, there's some other topics to be talked about with some countries going back uh, easing the restrictions maybe too early and just looking at the effect that that could have on those countries It's something that I want to explore a little bit more. Hopefully we can do that on next week's show um, That's all we have time for I hope the um, audio the sound has been okay for everybody despite the fact that I've um, had to do it in the car uh, a little bit different but really wanted to get this show out um, this week and not sort of wait till next week and who knows maybe next week there'll be some other work pipeline as the slowly, ever slowly return back to not normal, but maybe the new normal. And um, I hope that we can keep giving these podcasts for as, uh, I guess, as long as, as we need it, you know. And um, until then, uh, I am your host, Paulie G. You can find me on Facebook, Paulie G Sports. Give it a like or on Twitter at listen to Paulie G, P-A-U-L-I-E-G. And we'll talk to you again next week.